Call Center Podcast, episode 12. Myself, Liam, a.k.a. Lee from the Vaccination Center. <laughs> oh, shit. Left hook, right hook jab. <laughs> yeah, man. Or call me the broke baller, because, uh, of course, I'm still broke and I'm still balling. Um, with me, of course, I've got none other than Brimmer, a.k.a. Rum. Mr. 17.5, GB, that's Genius Brims, so intelligent it's stupid, GQ Man of the Year, not to be mistaken with GH. Jeez. How's things going, bro? Things are all good, my brother. How are you, man? Everything good with you? I'm good, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely feel the energy today, man. I'm active today, man. You know, good to be in the building. You know what my slogan is. Uh, It's a dirty job, mate. Someone's got to bloody do it. You know what I mean? Um, just want to quickly big up um, all my Muslim friends. Happy Eid Mubarak. Um, yeah, blessings on blessings. Yes. Definitely, man. Definitely, definitely. For sure, for sure. And, of course, the return. I know you guys thought there may have been some internal feuds and that. I know you guys thought that, you know, what has happened? Where's he gone? Um, but, yeah, we're here, the three of us. Um, I've got the man, the myth. YouTube's very own, Instagram's very own, Kai, Gallagher, what's going on bro? Yes gentlemen, how are you guys doing? It's a pleasure to be here, no dramas, no feuds, I'm here with my guys, Mr. 17.5 and Lee from the Vaccination Centre, oh my gosh, (laughs) what an (laughs) honour. Yeah. Um, so, guys, yeah, I just want to caveat all of that. Yeah. With, um, <laughs> like, at the end of the day, if you guys feel um, that I'm starting to speak like a lizard or I'm turning into a dragon mid-podcast, <laughs> it's just just let you know that I've got the Pfizer in me, no homo, um, tonight. Wow. So, yeah, man, we're out here. Um, wow. I'm vaxxed up. So, yeah, call me Big Vax from now on. Um, wow. Yeah. And, yeah, with that being said, um, another thing that's kind of happened this week, um, it's Mental Health Awareness Week, um, yeah. which is which is an important thing. You know, it's funny. I find that like, there's a lot of like weeks. There's always like you know Baker Cake Week or Book Week or yeah. There's always a week or something going on. Um, I think it's a particularly important week to a degree uh, because mental health is something that, although we don't realize it, everybody, everybody like. I guess the wrong word is suffer, but I think everybody experiences um, deterioration of their ment- of their mental health sometimes. Um, and it could be a passing thought. It could be a negative thought that kind of crosses your mind sometimes. Um, it could be, you know, a bit of darkness, it could be sadness, it could be all sorts of sort of emotions, which kind of 
bring the sort of like mood and your again mental health down yeah so it's important to like create awareness on this um Brima, i guess i'll start with you first yeah where where do you sort of like go in order to kind of keep your mental health in good stead um, and, and try to project positivity throughout your life? Well, I think I have a lot of good people around me. Um, my partner's a big uh, player in terms of my mental health. See, I discuss uh, things that could be bothering me um, with her. I think the first step really is to acknowledge you're not feeling okay. Um, I think for most people, it's that kind of suffering in silence, um, which then makes it a vicious circle um, and they feel like they're suffering by themselves. Um, so I, without a brag, and have a good support network of uh, good people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I am mostly a gen- like generally I am a positive person. So I guess if something's bothering me, it doesn't stick with me for a very, very long time. Um, I'm pretty much into my vibes. Um, I'm one of those guys that would like, at certain hours of the day, maybe burn the incense, chill out, relax, get my kind of like energy and my vibes uh, properly. And that kind of helps me um, for the day-to-day struggles, whether I'm feeling down, just feeling good about myself. Um, So many things, I kind of stay away from certain uh, things like social media from from time to time so I have my period of time where I have a detox and I'm not on whatsapp or I might be disappearing from Instagram um, because that that is a key thing in today's um, society um, the, the part that social media plays in people's mental health um, but yeah just like a good support system around me and um, knowing when to kind of fall back a bit um, it's how I keep myself positive. But overall, I would say I'm a generally positive person. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely get that from you. Um, I, I can definitely yeah. like go on records to say that like you personally are someone that um, always brings sort of like a positive energy even to like my life or like to this podcast, for example, yeah. um, or sort of any interaction I kind of have with you, which I think is like key. Um, it's funny because I started this by talking about mental health awareness awareness being the key word Mm -hmm. and a lot of the awareness is spread via social media Mm -hmm. but the funny thing is social media as you said is a huge (laughs) huge huge culprit in this sort of like yeah in in the damaging of people's sort of like mental health and stuff um a lot of the time but no i think that's good advice kind of taking yourself away from things um, and kind of like creating your own kind of like energy. You see like you're burning incense and stuff. I've got friends and people that do that. Um, and I guess, yeah, that kind of like creates a nice sort of like relaxed atmosphere. Uh, same question to you, Kai. Um, yeah. What sort of like, where do you kind of retreat to or what do you kind of do in order to like complete, like have complete positive energy around you? I pride myself on being a positive person it's something that i want to be it's something that i'm conscious of uh so i try and catch myself if i'm acting negative or even if i have a negative thought or a judgment it happens in it but i just always try and catch myself and think why why am i thinking like that yeah i mean you might see something online for example on social media someone's page someone just acting a bit silly and you think what are they 
doing? But then you yeah. think that this is none of my business, no judgments, and you keep it moving, in it. Yeah. Um, I think things that I do to keep me in a positive space are things like exercise. Like that's one of the biggest. Um, every day I try and do some sort of exercise. Yeah. Whether that's walking. Uh, quite often I like to do 10k steps a day. It's just a little something like a little challenge in it just to keep you active. And then when you're actually walking, you actually get the time away from the house, away from people, sometimes yourself to maybe just think about what's going on today. What have I got, you know, in store today, maybe reflect on yesterday and then think about tomorrow. Just gives you that little bit of time to yourself in it to think things through. Um, as well as that, uh, and, and t- the exercise thing is important because anytime I go to the gym, play football, do any kind of exercise, skip in, I always come away from it feeling positive. Yeah. Um, you know, when you exercise, your body releases endorphins. Like So like scientifically, it's, it's good for you, isn't it? Yeah. It's good for your mental health. Mm-hmm. I've heard someone say like exercise is the most like underutilized antidepressant. Yeah. And I know that myself, if I'm in a, if I'm in a period where like, maybe I'm indoors for like a couple of days in a row, I haven't left the house. I start to feel a bit anti, a bit negative. I feel a bit. Yeah. I don't feel myself. Yeah. So that's another thing where it's like, sometimes you can catch yourself like, shit, I haven't left the house in a couple of days. And like, I know people that it goes on weeks and even months. Um, it can be a vicious cycle that you kind of get into and the longer you leave it the more anti you feel and it can build up yeah you know and on top of that as well if you don't have an outlet to express certain things and and, and how you feel um which usually is a good positive circle and it doesn't have to be a big one um in fact i think it's better to be for it to be a smaller one Mm -hmm. uh real friends like true friends in it people that um, uh, have your back and that can be real with you um, and that can encourage you and be there just to listen. Sometimes you don't need people to give you advice or people to tell you what to do. They don't need to fix your problem. Sometimes they just need to hear it in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have real friends and obviously family, that can be somewhere that you can just maybe just either vent or just talk things through. Yeah. Sometimes, like I know, I've been guilty of not doing that. Yeah. Even though I know I have friends, I know I have like a, maybe a, a girlfriend at the time or whoever it is, family members. Like in my head, I've kind of try and see myself as a positive person, someone that doesn't uh, think negative things or talk about negative things and like moan or complain or, or I didn't want to offload my problems because I saw it as negative. Yeah. yeah. So instead of seeing it for what it was i tried to just pretend like it wasn't there okay and just kind of avoid it so which is not healthy as well do you know what i mean and kind of you kind of touched on it brimmer i think when you it's it's the acceptance of certain things isn't it accepting how you feel about certain things even if it is negative or accepting negative situations like not trying to avoid them and act like they're not there yeah i mean that could be an emotional thing like Maybe you need to have a difficult conversation with a friend or a family member or someone you're in a relationship with, or it might be an unpaid bill. It could be anything. Mm. And like, 
those like those things, if you can kind of, if you just ignore them and just put them to the side, it will, you know, bottle up and it can, it can spill out in, uh, you know, deleterious ways. That's a deleterious, you know, a <laughs> dictionary. What was, what was that? <laughs> deleterious, you know. Delicatessen. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. I'm adding that to my dictionary now. Yeah, that was, that was good. Yeah, I no, I, I agree. I, I was going to say, actually, that uh, when I was um, a bit younger, I used to always, yeah, let things pile up. Um, yeah. Like you said, the example of like a bill or something you need to tidy. Yeah. Something you need to address with someone, um, yeah. you let it sort of like boil up in your head and stuff like that. And and for me, I don't thrive well in chaos. So I can, I work pretty hard, and I like um, I like gathering loads of like information. I can have like a few conversations on the go. I'm really good at that. Yeah. Kind of like switching from conversation and switching from like subject to subject. But I find that when it comes down to like my actual mental health or my mentality in order for me to like operate at my highest form and most positive, I can't operate in mess and untidiness and like unorganization yeah. and yeah. sort of like overall chaotic things happening around me. Um, it mm. kind of spazzes me out a little bit. Um, but yeah, you both made really, really good points. I think for me, funnily enough, um, I was going to say in this that, just to spin this whole thing and like give it a 180, so to speak. I think some of the, my best work and sometimes when I'm at my kind of best, funny enough, is when I've had negative thoughts. Mm. The, the reason why I say that is because, okay, let's say music, for example, or something you're creating, let's see, say you're being creative, um, or you're coming to approach a podcast or whatever, a lot of the time, a lot of these things can kind of stem from things that are happening in the world. It could be something negative or something could be happening in your life at some point and you, and you want to, you want to like have an outlet similar to like working out, for example, yeah. similar to going to the gym or like going to football or going for a run. Yeah. I've always performed my best when I've got like maybe negative shit on my mind. Yeah. The one thing I'm not good at and I'm happy that I'm not really good at it is like, yeah, projecting my negativity onto other people. Um, yeah. I've really tried to work on that and just like like what Kai was saying, sit down, take accountability, have a chat with yourself and just yeah. sort of like figure it out, work out what is the actual problem here and then how can I address it rather than just letting it linger and pile up. Yeah. But yeah, again, some of my best runs, some of my best performances in the gym, some of you know, my best work on a creative level has all stemmed from like something negative could be going on in my life and I'm using that as sort of like a distraction and a, as a catalyst to then turn into like, uh, yeah, positive, positive motivation, basically. What I was going to say as well is like, how do you then, Brimmer, how do you then avoid, I guess, negative projection onto you, like whether it's a colleague or whether it's like a friend or whatever? Yeah, that, that, well, I've got I've got various steps um, in terms of how I, I avoid that. Even, for example, you mentioned uh, whether it's a colleague um, that's been a bit negative. Not too sure if you guys have been in a situation, but like um, the situation I was in was um, I started a new work- workplace and um, okay. there was this guy who was training me. And obviously I was new to there, but he was projecting a lot of these uh, negativity onto me. 
oh, this and that, little snide remarks, etc., about um, the workplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as I was new, I didn't know what was going on. But eventually down the line, I, I sort of like um, realised that the reason why he was negative was he was basically like a still uh, worker there. So maybe yeah. passed up for a few promotions, etc. But he was projecting his negativity uh, on, onto me. Mm-hmm. But I've kind of got my own defence mechanisms. Um, you, you guys into boxing? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah? Okay. yeah. So let's mm. just say you and Kyle boxing, they, you get into the ring and they say, guys, I want a clean fight, etc., etc., etc. Just before they go off, uh, what, what do they say? What? Um, touch gloves. Touch gloves. They say, if you want to. Yeah. Then they say, protect yourself at all times. Yeah. 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 Right. So in my life, like that's the vibe that I'm on. So that negative coworker, Okay. Although they were saying what they were saying, I was always protecting my uh, my energy and protecting my vibes. So yeah. it kind of went in one end and straight out the other. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> my methods really um, I was, it's funny because like um, a couple months back, I was just on the uh, the internet reading a few blogs, and I came up ac- across a a blog, and uh, this guy was referencing some guy called Jim Rohn. Not too okay. sure if you um know know about him. He's a no. He's a motivational speaker. I think he's passed a couple of years. And just okay. for the record, I'm highly against motivational speakers. Not all of them, but most of the things they say. I feel okay. that they might be a bit out of uh, touch with reality. But <laughs> okay. he's, yeah, he, he's got some steps <laughs> in place with dealing with negative thoughts and, I guess, negative people overall. Um, so one, one thing, one rule he says is limit the association. Yes. So for that mm-hmm. example, um, where I just mentioned that still... Uh, colleague of mine was kind of influencing me um, and projecting his insecurities and the things he was going through onto me his was limited association so for example when I was shadowing the guy um, after I realized what the situation was I sort of avoid going lunch with that person okay. or giving him my contact details so that, that relationship can continue outside work yeah um, he's also got another one which is expand your association so that is like look for other people that are kind of thriving or doing well and seem mm-hmm. to be happy to be in the workplace ask them for lunch or you know just start a conversation with them mm-hmm. um, and also just mainly to begin with analyze the situation as like what is going on here like how why is this guy influencing me how is this person who are the people around that's influencing me so um yeah that's that's sort of the things that i put in play um again like i said i'm not really big into the motivational speakers but I realized that these are things that I was doing already but he had just kind of phrased it in a way and kind of coined certain certain procedures so that's how I kind of protect myself in the workplace and I gave you an example of limit your association but you can kind of use that for like other things like the real world like social media maybe review some of the pages you're um you're, you're following you know Absolutely. Um, so yeah, the even even the one about um, expand your associations. Maybe look for other pages where they're promoting positive stuff and um, not trauma. Um, I think now get go back to the social media aspect. I think a lot of trauma gets thrown in the social media. Sometimes you need to take a step back from it. Um, so expand your associations. Look for other pages which are promoting positive stuff. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think those principles that I use can be applied, I guess, everywhere else. Um, so that's that's what I'd say on that one. 
Yeah, um, I think me personally, I think that the the main place that I get like projected um, like negative energy is definitely like the workplace. Um, that's the one place where I feel as if you are with a group of people for a certain amount of time, spending a lot of time with these people. And I feel as if everyone always has something negative to say. And again, I think it's because everyone has a negative thought. You know, you, no one is adverse to negative thoughts. Um, it's just where how you decide to handle it and how you decide to deal with it. Um, and as we've kind of said already, the three of us tend to not want to project it onto others, but then you can't always have elements of control over like your colleagues who are not your friends, who are not from your social circle. Yeah. So they're going to always project things like that. Um, Kai, well, how, how would you kind of protect yourself from negative projections? Um, yeah, I like what you guys were saying. I think there's certain environments that you can control in it. Certain ones you can't. Maybe your living situation yeah. is something that you can control ultimately, but maybe not immediately. Um, so that's one thing. Um, but things like external, uh, things like work as well, you can't always control in it. Um, but certain things like relationships, you know, a lot of people are in negative relationships that are not benefiting either person. Um, that can be a, a thing, even friendship groups. Yeah. Yeah. Just friends with people just because you've been friends with them, but you, you ain't taking each other anywhere. You're not really supporting each other. It's just a load of shit. Mm-hmm. And social media is a big one. Yeah. Like I like to do an audit every now and then of my social media. Okay. Um, Liam, like, I always tell you this, bruv, like, I like to do an audit because sometimes, yeah, I just catch myself just scrolling through my Instagram and I'm looking at a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> and I'm just like, why am I following these pages? Mm-hmm. Why am I looking at these images? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, and I think, especially as men, like sometimes we can get caught in that um, situation where you'd be following just like a nice, sexy women. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why, why am I following some of these women? Do you know what I mean? It's just Instagram's become very sexualized and it's very entertainment based in it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need just need to do a purge of all of that kind of stuff to help you focus. You know, there's a lot of meme pages and a lot of entertainment out there. But mm-hmm. if you go into the comments section of a lot of these, these pages, it's, it's toxic as fuck. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah, someone will post up a, a video of someone, and you just need to just take. I like. I I don't know about if you know this, but I study humans. Mm-hmm. I like to study them, so it's like I go into the comment section just for research, okay. and I'll see the things that the people say. It's horrible. Yeah, and it's like the go-to is let me say something negative about the person, about how they look, or about how why who do they think they are. Like it could be a, like a, someone dancing, for example. It's like they'll be taking a piss out of them. There's never really going to be anything positive. Um, So, but that doesn't necessarily reflect the reality as well. Um, Because you you could get a same post on someone's actual page, as opposed to like a repost. And you see nothing but positivity under the comments. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think a lot of people have a mindset where they kind of follow along that herd mentality. So, what happens is, is you see a post, you have your own opinion, but then you actually go into the comments 
And sometimes you 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 can you need to catch yourself because you can get swayed by the comments. You might even go into the comments to say something nice, but then you see 10, 20 comments saying, this person's an idiot. Who do they think they are? And you'd be like, oh, yeah. actually, maybe I won't yeah, comment. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to look like, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. mad. And yeah. it, it, that just kind of, so then all you then end up seeing is the negative comments because everyone's just copying each other. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of like the way of life. I mean, the thing is with positive uh, and negativity, uh, realizing that negativity is part of the world uh-huh. and it's part of the life. Um, you can't, you can't have positivity without negativity. You know, if there wasn't, um, you know, sorrow and deep sadness, then we wouldn't have such elation and happiness. You know, Facts. in life you have, there's, there's opposites, you know, there's dark and light up and down, not day and night there's there's opposite so i think yeah i think it's something that you have to accept is in the world mm-hmm. you can't avoid it at all all times so you have to just be willing to accept that it's there mm-hmm. and i think that's something i try to do so even when i'm in a situation maybe where people are moaning complaining which is something i don't really like personally because i try not to ever do it myself yeah i have a level of empathy because i understand that everyone's got their problems in it and people deal with it in different ways. So I just try not to judge people. Um, and it just helps me to feel at more peace. Sick. Yeah. I, I, I'm with that. Um, it's funny. I was going to say about social media for me is something that, you know, the same way as people say like sex sells and stuff like that. For me, yeah. I think, I think like negativity sells. A it lot. does. Yeah. Um, and I'm it like, a, I'm an, I'm an avid, like I had to like really calm it down over the past, I'll say year or so, but I'm an avid like Twitter user. Yeah. Um, for like all the things that I'm into, like music, football, um, podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. And the first thing that you always kind of go to tweet or you go to write is something that comes from a negative place. Now I may not yeah. feel negative in my heart. I may not feel like I'm in a bad mood or whatever. Yeah. But, you want to tweet and cuss this footballer that's just made a mistake on the pitch or yeah. you want to negatively judge someone's music. It's very rare that like the first thing that comes to your head is like, wow, I really like that album. Yeah. You normally want to kind of like trash it or put it down. Mm. I still kind of do it a little bit now of like with TV shows. I still, I think when there's like a trend of something where everyone is like giving something ratings and I don't rate it, I still like to play Mr. Contrarian sometimes on Twitter okay. and I do kind yeah. of like voice my opinion. But yeah. I think that I found myself like a year or two ago, just always kind of like, and people that will listen to this, that like follow me on Twitter, they can like attest to this. I'd always be trying to like stoke up, like stoke fire. And it's like, I'm yeah. not trying to purposely be controversial, but like the negative thought comes to your mind first. And rather than like sitting on that thought, not projecting it, chilling, I'm just quick with the fingers, just like typing it out and then putting it out there. And it gets yeah. this little reaction. You get your little sort of like endorphin boost. You know what I mean? And you get that adrenaline of like people liking or retweeting or reacting to it. Yeah. But then I noticed that like, as I've kind of matured and I'm definitely more on the side of trying to project as much positivity as I possibly can now to people. Yes. Like I was saying earlier, like even if I feel negative myself and like I've had a bad day, I want to then, project that in a positive manner i want the world to see me in a positive light as opposed to a negative light yeah um despite what's going on in my life i 
I've decided now that like just to stop and think before I tweet something. Yeah. Just don't yeah. always don't always put that person's music down. Don't always like make a comment about something in a negative way. Mm. Like again, very like old an old mother's saying is like if you haven't got not, something nice to say, don't say nothing at yeah. all, basically. And yeah. I've yeah. kind of like started to adopt that now. So like even like the amount of tweets that like I put out now or the amount of posts I put out on social media in general, like even Instagram have significantly like decreased um, because I don't want to continuously project like your, my first thought kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, that that's one thing. So I think that like stepping away from sort of like the group and the herd mentality is a way in which I kind of protect myself from like yeah. any forms of projections. And yeah, I can definitely relate to Brimmer on the side of like workplaces. I feel like workplaces is the place where everyone projects their negativity because they always want you to feel the way like they feel. feel. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone wants that kind of feeling of being right or feeling of being there smarter than the business. Everyone's smarter than the company. Like everyone. Trust. (laughs) They got the ideas in it. They should be the CEO. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's got the ideas. Everyone can like, can do better than the company they're in and all that kind of stuff. And they project that to you and they they tell you they're going to be leaving in a month's time. In a month, I'm out of it. And then they're still there all the time. Yeah. It's just like a- That's what I wanted to add to that, onto that situation, that still member. Um, I found out that he had been saying the same thing for over a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to leave. I'm too good for this company, et cetera, et cetera. So what he was doing was projecting his own insecurities and negativity onto me. Now, I just want to go on the record of saying I'm not a guy that's always 100% positive and I have nothing against negative uh, thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. but when it becomes persistent and you start to um, get into a cycle and then you start to kind of have the I- ideology that no one's going through this or no one can help me um, you're not really looking for a solution or help and you're not looking to vent because there's a big difference like Kai said sometimes we have negative thoughts and we just want to vent we don't want to project them onto others that's fine because that's part of the understanding or acknowledgement process mm-hmm. my issue as I said, I don't mind people being negative, is when they're trying to project that negativity onto you. Um, and the purpose of that is so that they feel that, I think that what's the saying, misery loves company. Yes. So they, yeah. they feel a bit better about themselves because not only am I feeling shit, I've got my buddy right here who's mm-hmm. feeling shit as well. Yeah. Um, and again, in that new environment, when I went to that workplace, I could have easily left because the guy was like, you're too good for this company, man. What are you doing here? Do you know what I'm trying to say? And it's like, I almost believed it and stuff like that. It's only until I kind of moved away from that guy or that person. It's not just one person that this happened to. You kind of get snide remarks um, in the workplace. Like you said, people feel like they know the company or can run the company better than how it's being run. When you kind of isolate yourself and move away, then you kind of like, you, you start to do better and, you know, eliminate yourself from, from those those people um so yeah i just feel like in terms of negativity it becomes a problem when you purposely want to project on somebody else and you're not looking for help or you're not looking to vent you just want to also bring somebody down and then that's why i use that my boxing because i don't know if you guys know but i used to i used to box in uh, finch with aj aj yeah i used to be a boxer back in the day so that whole what's your record Oh, I'm 17 and 0, isn't it? That's where Mr. 17.5 comes from, isn't it? So, um, wow. 
Yeah. So I mean, um, I, I I fully do the protect yourself at all times sort of thing. So yeah, You're like I a guess. defensive boxer. Yeah, a bit defensive. Mayweather ain't got nothing on me. Mayweather inspired. Oh yeah. right. Oh, show, show the road. Block that. The Philly you know show. I mean? That's it. And um, even in certain situations wow. where I feel like somebody's coming at me, not coming at me, but basically coming with negativity that hey they don't want help they don't want to vent they want to kind of project it on me i kind of have sayings that i kind of um put on somebody and it's a bit of a funny one because if somebody's kind of talking and then they're not really looking for an answer and they're not looking to vent i've got a saying and it goes um i trust your judgment and rate you highly to make the right decision very subtle there you guys notice that very subtle in that say in that voice yeah just say it just like that so it's very subtle there. You see that? I told you Mayweather ain't got nothing for me. It's very subtle. And it's at the same time very uplifting. I How do they react to that? Oh, thank you. Then they might go yeah. away. Maybe hours later, they might think, this guy just pulled a fast one on me. Has but he taken a piss? Yeah, but sometimes they might go away and think, you know what? Yeah, this guy actually trusts my job. Because it is uplifting. I yeah. trust your judgment to make the right decision. And I but is it fair that you're lying to them? I might do trust their decision. I okay. might actually do trust their decision. Okay. But it lets, it, it provokes their thoughts and say, you know, I am capable of making this decision or I am capable of, you know, yeah, making the right decisions. Um, I've got some female friends, not going to split out of their business, but some some things that I get is they've seen a guy and, yeah. you know, you might have told them once or twice, this is not the right guy for you. You might have hinted it. Right. Okay. you really care about them. Yeah. Few months later, yeah, the same guy. A couple months later, yeah, the same guy. So I started to realize that I don't really know if you're looking for help or to vent here. A lot of the time, it's just venting. Yeah, but I just use that line, and then they could go away and think, Hmm. you know what? I I can. I'm 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 competent to make decisions. Okay. I say I do believe it sometimes. When I'm trying to pull a fast one, I might do that. And again, um, to kind of do the 180, what Liam said. Obviously, mental health is key and stuff. I will be there. But there has to reach a point where somebody's being so negative that you can't help that situation and they might need to seek professional help um, or another route. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah not, also... not everyone can be helped as well, isn't it? That's yeah. another thing. Facts. You can't save the whole world. That's one thing I, I, I've learned. <laughs> you, can't, you, you can't save everyone. Yeah. Not everyone wants to be saved as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's difficult though because like, you, it's good that you've learned that because you want to help people. Um, you want to be as kind as possible and you want to kind of like, me personally, I do try to spread myself as thinly as I can sometimes. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not going to be at my best then if you're only giving like 0.1% to like each situation yeah. rather than giving your all. Um, so I definitely think it's important to like take that in and be like, you know, um, you know, you can't save the whole world. Not everybody can be saved. Um, you have to focus on, and again, that's why it's about projection for me. It's about projecting positive energy and being a positive light to anyone that is within my presence, whether it is the person that's only met me today or whether it's someone that's known me for 15, 20 years. Yeah. If you're getting a positive projection from me, then you should hopefully be able to take something with you. Yeah. On, your, on your travels or when you go about your business yeah so absolutely. i'm not necessarily going out of my way to save you quote unquote but my presence should hopefully be enough to kind of like yeah take something on i 100 percent agree with that i think that's all you have to be that's good enough yeah. if you're an example 
of you know positivity and the change that you want to see uh-huh. that's that's a, that's all you can really ask for to be honest yeah 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 just be an example because a lot of us you know <laughs> if you had a com- you could have this conversation where you could bring anyone in and we'll all agree that positivity is the the way forward and how we should be no one wants to be negative no one yeah. likes negative people or energy yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you actually t- just stop for a second and take a, a look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, well, am I a positive person? Yeah. Are there maybe some negative traits or habits or things that I do? Mm-hmm. You gotta look at you gotta look at yourself first. And I think it's easy, it's so easy to look at others and pick out their flaws. Yeah. yeah, and be negative about their things. Yeah, um, but we got to take the time to look at ourselves and yeah. assess ourselves, in it, and yeah. audit ourselves and say, well, what? Who is the person that I want to be, oh. and who the, who's the person that I've been or I am? And like, there's going to be there might be certain negative traits that you're carrying, certain ways that you deal with situations, the way you communicate. Just it could be anything, um, and it starts with yourself, in it. Because if you you can't expect the world to be positive if you're you know projecting negativity, it's ridiculous. Yeah, facts. No, hundred percent. There isn't. There is a saying as well, which I kind of I've only recently learned. Um, mm to be true like so i've obviously like known of it but i've only recently like looked at it and been like you know what this is a it's a good it's a good little um, turn of phrase yeah it's like um toxic positivity um okay it's like when people a refuse to listen to your your venting or your thoughts or stuff like that um and they kind of like just sprinkle like all of this like positive rhetoric at you it's just toxic stuff it's just like Right. Oh, you'll, you'll get over it though you'll be all right oh don't worry about yeah, it like yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh you can sort it out oh you, your mum's rich okay. anyway so like you could just you don't have to worry about it it's like just being flippant with your advice and just sort yeah. of like constantly trying to falsely project positive energy onto someone where you don't really care about what you're saying yeah. you don't really care about the person mm, um, yeah. and you're not you're not helping the issue you're just spouting off loads of like positive buzzwords um it's not actually positive yeah i hear what you're saying it's not positive yeah so and you get a lot of that again like sorry to say but on social media yeah like positivity is key and like do this and do that and it's like mate like i've kind of just i've had a hard couple of weeks man like yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know like i can imagine people being i don't want to do that right now yeah Um, because it's like it's not a it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of thing do you know what i'm saying Um, that's right yeah you can't not everyone's like remedy and solutions are the same you know like different there's different fixes for different things and time as well um i I do believe in like time is like a a healer sometimes and what you both said in this um episode is like is key taking time out to be by yourself and work out why is that negative thought there is it something that i've been kind of like letting pile up that i need to kind of deal with um, but how can I deal with that? Because now it's become, it was once a molehill, but now it's a mountain. So how am I meant yeah. to like break this down? 
okay, I've got to take the positive steps. At least I've got to climb this mountain. And each step I take, I lessen the problem. So one thing I can think, for example, is like, let's say you're in like a mountain of like credit card debt, for example, right? yeah. or just debt in general. Now, you can look at the number and it's obviously got collectively bigger over the course of the two to three years or whatever. You could be like, fuck, I'm never going to lie. And it's just weighing heavily on you. But the time you take to kind of like take yourself out of like situations where you're continuously spending like a mad person, you can then sit there and you could be like, okay, cool. I've now got to deal with this. It's not going to be a quick fix. It's not going to be an overnight fix. I'm not going to meet a rich person tomorrow, win the lottery, all these things that people try to do, this toxic stuff. Yeah. I've got to start from the ground up and then climbing that mountain could be a hundred pound paid off this month. Yeah. The next part of the mountain, three hundred pound paid off the month after. Do you know what I'm saying? You just climb, 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 climb. And then eventually it could take two years, it could take a year. Like everyone's race is different as well. That's right. Yeah. Different. Yeah. Everyone's got different time scale. Yeah, exactly. You gotta go by your own. Can't watch anyone else. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I think that um everything that you guys have said is like key and I I one hundred percent agree. And then on top of that, I just think that you've got to kind of learn what you're projecting out to people and you've got to learn what you're sort of like taking in as well. So it's defense mechanisms of protecting yourself, but then it's also not being offensive um, and offensive by like continuously moving forward with like this positive bullshit that like you've got to kind of like, that's, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. That's, that's a big thing Lee, because um, like um, that whole, that whole positive, you, you get this with some certain influences, isn't it? And um they're, I don't know if their intentions are good, um, but that whole toxic positivity thing. You're 30 and you live in that home and you're complaining about a job. We've got um, eight-year-olds making millions of YouTube. What are you doing? What are your limitations? It's like, come on. Like, that's why I said at the start, I'm, I'm against overall motivational uh, speakers because, like you said, it's a one-size-fits-all. Like, everybody's situation is the same. And it's not the same. I guess if their intentions is pure to actually help you, then great. But most of the times it comes off like, yeah, like the, the whole, like, what are your excuses? You know, there's a guy in the gym with no arms bench pressing. Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot. A lot uh, uh, the thing is, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious. I, I agree with you, Bruma. It's yeah. like I consume certain motivational you could say quote unquote um characters yeah um through youtube or different means of social media yeah um and even to myself i try to motivate people yeah. through my own social media through instagram particularly and, and youtube as well yeah in the way of fitness like that's kind of my niche mm. yeah um but i agree with you when you know, I mean that that can some sometimes that can get you up in it. That yeah, can yeah, yeah, spark yeah. on the right day. That that shit, you know, with the little uh, epic music in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the man's just shouting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that can get you going in it. That can, and some people mm-hmm. like. Obviously, there's a market for it. People do get. Uh, well, you say people get inspired by it just because people are watching it and like lapping it up, are they actually t- taking action? Yeah, yeah. The one thing I'll say about motivational speakers is it's like the only ones that I really relate to and I can actually gain something from are the ones that actually give practical ad- advice, practical yeah. steps. Yeah. 
yeah. and and relate to reality. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, oh, there's this going on and you should be doing this. It's like, okay, give me some actual steps I can follow. Yeah. Yeah. Relate it to my actual life. Mm-hmm. Don't just give me just waffle about you should be doing this, hard work this. Why are you not doing this? It's like, mm-hmm. give me some steps in it. So I know even myself when I'm trying to like motivate people to like lose their fucking bellies or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. I always try and think like, what are some actual, pra- what's some practical advice I can give someone yeah, so that they can come away and say, all right, well, I can try this today yeah. or tomorrow. Um, you yeah, show so your I, workouts as well. You should actually show your workouts. Yeah, like show when... workouts. Or, or I've given away like for free steps, uh, like plans. Yeah, to follow for like a thirty day weight loss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or um, something to do through lockdown. Like I've given away for free. And like if you follow that, trust me, belly gone, belly delete. <laughs> you get me. So it's like, um, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying with that whole motivational thing. And sometimes it's just like. Yeah, but it's like people posting out shit and saying shit about positivity, but it's like, it's, it's yeah. good. It's good. You know what I mean? It's better than fucking people saying, oh, like, <laughs> you, you're never going to amount to anything, so just give yeah. up. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It could be a lot yeah. worse. Yeah. Um, but there is that kind of side of, I think it's more so when you're, when you're being, you're speaking to someone and they're kind of being flippant of your... yeah of your yeah. maybe struggle or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And I know I've been guilty of that. Okay. Uh, particularly in like relationships and stuff. I've kind of seen like, let's say like my girlfriend at the time would be complaining about work or uh, parents or a job or something like that. Sometimes I knew, I, I looking back, I was like kind of just disregarding it in a sense and saying like, Oh, come on. Like you'll be all right. Like let's focus on what you can do. Blah blah yeah. blah. But sometimes you need to be just listen to people, innit? Yeah. That's yeah. one thing I know I've had to learn myself. Um, and like through actions of being able to do that with other people instead of bottling it up, I've seen how positive it can be as well. So yeah, sometimes yeah. even Kai, like with that situation, you have to yeah. ask the person, um, do you just want to vent? Because sometimes some people might appreciate that more than you just trying to come up yeah. with a quick fix. I just want to vent and um yeah get 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 it off my chest because one thing as well is like a was it a load shared is a load halved so it's a it's a fine balance between i guess sharing your problems or, or your negative thoughts and another fine balance between not projecting that onto that person so they get worse so i'm all for like is, yeah you know what I, mean? I hear that yeah so i hear that fine balance there you know yeah. yeah, people feel like they don't want to be burdens on people, innit? Mm. You don't yeah. want to burden people with your problems. That's where it kind of comes from. Like, I know for myself, it's like, why would I want to like bother my mates or like my family about my shit? Like, I know I can sort it out. Like, I don't yeah. want to put that on them. But, yeah. you know, it, it, but then certain actions that you then take and the way you behave can actually, the negativity can seep out that way instead. Yeah. Hundred percent. No, no man is an island, isn't it? So yeah. obviously, yeah, hundred percent. We all, we all need each other. I think we. I think for me, similar to to Kai, I don't like to burden people, but at the same time, that's why you can't sometimes got to evaluate what it is you're going through. Because if it's a self inflicted negative situation, then you might want to think before you kind of like project it to people and like burden yeah. quote unquote people. Yeah. Um, 
but I, if if you feel as if like I've got people in my circle that can actually help me with this, yeah. or people that actually care about me and stuff like that, then yeah, I think it's important that like you do kind of speak about it and kind of vent we as can, well. Yeah. yeah. Funny thing, it's, I kind of wanted. To, sorry, bro. No, go, go ahead. I was just going to say it's 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 way better to 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 do that with your closed circle. Mm-hmm. um then like bottle it up or as i see with some people it seems like they don't have a place to vent or to speak to people about their problems so they end up going onto facebook or twitter or instagram and divulging their whole shit yeah. in like a series of instagram story posts or mm-hmm. a tweet mm-hmm. i've seen facebook uh essays like i'm not on facebook now like <laughs> I haven't been for years, but back when I was Facebook essays with like pictures explaining a whole affair about my man was doing this. And this is the picture. Like I've seen it all. Yeah. So it's important to have that. And like, because otherwise you can end up just splurging out online and it just, it can get messy there. It's just not the place for it. Yeah. It has a thing as well. Like you just, yeah. Don't want to be dragging your business through the mud in it. But yeah, I know obviously we've got like, the Cooley world champion boxer on here. Um, like, and he's been getting it from the mud, you know, like, you know, dirty job as someone's got to do it. So that pulling stuff through the mud is nothing for him. But Trust. Um, yeah. I don't think that, I don't think that's something that like is healthy. And again, I said, I've said the word projection about a million times. It should be like a, a projection ticker at the bottom of this, but <laughs> um, you are essentially all your followers and everyone that's like, on your page you're now subjecting them to like your life story like playing out in front of you and like again i have seen that like back in the day on things like facebook or yeah yeah the, the early essences of twitter and stuff it's just like threads upon threads of just like Ger- jeremy carl style stuff it's just yeah. like this is what's going on in my life like my baby's not been like i've not been given like child support for this amount of like blah blah blah, blah. it's just like yeah. relax. What, do they, what do they want to achieve from that what do you think why do you think people do that you're taking a negative thing that you're going through yeah and i hate to use the word burden again but yeah. you were then putting it onto everybody else and then what you're getting back is again this false sense of positivity because like Some all of these all of all these that. followers that are like yeah. not actually your real friends uh-huh. are coming back with sympathetic messages or no mm. you've got this you can do it yeah blah blah do you know what i mean yeah so it's almost like you're being cheered across the finish line I was going to say, though, funnily enough, again, and I, again, it's all about sort of where you kind of, how you use your negativity or how you use your problems and turn it into like greatness. What we were saying before about like working out or like creating something. All of my best like content, which I consume with regards to like things that I grew up, things that influence me and things that I'm inspired by are all from negative <laughs> mind okay. states or negative situations, music. I'm a big fan of like rap music, hip hop music, and especially street hip hop music. Anyone again that follows me and sees the sort of stuff that I share, it's really sort of gritty, dark. And they're speaking about, you know, negative situations that they've been in throughout their lives and stuff. Yeah. Movies. So, you know, my favorite movies are all like 18 certificate R rated movies that show you all these different like extremities and stuff like that. So they're obviously these, these movies and films and books and things that I'm into are all written from the mind state of a negative output. 
but it's put out into the light and then eventually it sells loads and it turns into a positive situation. Yeah. So that's the thing that I always try to focus on in my own life as well, that a negative thought doesn't then have to be blurted out onto social media. You can sometimes cook the negative thought, like prepare it, you know, cook it like you're making food and stuff and then present it in a different way. Yeah. And therefore you can like sometimes reap the rewards coming back because you might inspire someone through something negative you've gone through. You might inspire someone to not go down that path, for example, because again, life is all about sort of experiences and sort of like each one teach one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys like Brimmer, for you, for example, do you feel as if there's like a way in which negativity can kind of be controlled? Like, I guess I'll phrase that a bit better. The debate that I sometimes have in my head is, is negativity an emotion or is it a behavior mechanism? Yeah. I, I think negativity starts off um, as a emotion. And then if it's, it then can turn into a behavior. I'll give you an example of, uh, well, when we was in the office, what had happened to me, I'd got ready um, decide I'm going to have a nice cup of tea. Um, was on time, was meant to be on time. I then spilt my cup of tea on, I believe it was my white shirt. So what then happened is I had to then re-iron another shirt, which really, really held me up and made me feel a bit pissed off. That took about 10 minutes or five minutes of my time. Mm-hmm. Then went to go and get the train. I've missed the train. I'm pissed off again. Can you see how it's slowly building? Yeah. Got off the train station. Obviously the bus that I normally get, I've had to wait again. Got into the office before I've even sat down. I'm really pissed off. Manager's asking me, why am I late? I'm ready that that naff off, mate. I'm already kind of pissed off. <laughs> so you can see the chain of reactions where it felt like I was pissed off for the tea being in my shirt. That was an emotion. Mm-hmm. It then turned into a negative cycle, which then became a behavior. And I just mm-hmm. had a negative outlook on everything. And the whole day was ruined. And that's how negativity is. It starts off as emotion but then it impacts your outlook on the day or life or anything overall. And that's where you kind of need to like, take a hold of it to stop it and maybe take a step back and say, you know what, I'm late today, but I'm always early. You know what, I might just iron two shirts tomorrow um, or three shirts and make sure I have a well, range of shirts readily available if it happens again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the kind of stuff that I do, but I do believe it starts off as a emotion mm-hmm. and then it turns into a behavior. If you don't kind of stop it, it's kind of sort of like a cancer just grows and grows and grows and grows and grows and spills into different parts of your life. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's what I'd say on that one. Yeah. I, I hear that. Um, I actually do yeah. probably agree with it. I think that, I don't know, the emotion thing is a thing that I'm kind of like, against a little bit yeah. because I feel as if again you can always turn you can always turn a negative situation or a bad day or whatever yeah. into something right relatively positive so I don't think it should be sort of like um, exemplified as an emotion yeah. I feel as if sometimes a behavior because I think it's it's then it's chosen to be like sued upon it's chosen to be sort of like displayed to people yeah really quickly on that before I kind of pass the same thing to Kai when that happens to me, Brimmer, like that sort of chain of events, things are kind of like going wrong. Yeah. Um, it happens slightly different for me, I guess. But, yeah. you know, let's say you you stub your toe or you hit your elbow like on yeah. the door or something. Like, like, 
Do you know what I mean? Fuck. And then something else happens and you kind of like, yeah, you're late to work or whatever. Sometimes I'm just like, today is a bad day. You know, you just put, you, you take the L in it. Sometimes yeah. you just put it, you, you, you write it off, so to speak. Yeah. Now, it depends again on the personality and your behavior mechanisms then as to whether you choose to make the rest of that day yeah. bad, isn't it? Yeah. And you start to get into your feelings and think like, okay, God or whoever, the higher power, whoever is watching us yeah. says today, this Monday is like my worst day ever. So like, I'm yeah. just going to like then carry that with me. So everyone that I speak to, I'm like, fuck off. I'm having a bad day. I can chat to you that yeah. shit today because I'm having a bad yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend not to do that. Again, what we were saying at the beginning of this whole thing is I kind of like to retreat into myself. So if I feel that like, okay, I've had like a bit of a bad day. I've like lost a bit of money. I've gone out. It started raining. I've spent money. I've had a shit coffee I just bought. I just bought a really shit like meal. It cost me 30 pounds. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. Um, I'm like, you know what? It happens. I'm going to go home. I'll eat something nice that I enjoy eating. And I'll try to turn that into a positive. And then I'll, st- I'll then maybe sit down and at, at home and start to think to myself, how can I avoid doing that again? Yeah. How can I avoid wasting my money? How can I avoid going to restaurants that I don't like or like going to a coffee shop that I don't like or whatever? Mm-hmm. So again, I think it's about retreating into self and not like making someone else feel bad or like putting it onto somebody else for the rest of yeah. your day. Yeah. So in a roundabout way, bring it back around to Kai. Um, yeah. What was your kind of thought on that? Like, you know, emotion versus behavior, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I can see it as both, to be honest. Uh, I think fun, like at the end of the day, it comes down to the behavior because you can have an emotion, um, and you always have a choice on how you process and deal with that. Um, you know, how you act upon that emotion and it's up to you. It is your choice at the end of the day. And like at first dealing with certain emotions like anger, um, you know, jealousy, whatever you might struggle with is difficult, but over time you can control it. A big part of, I think getting peace is forgiveness. I think that's one thing that I think a lot of people personally struggle with. Um, and they are angry because they're angry at the world because they expect the world to be a certain way and it's not. So they're angry at people, angry at their parents who've raised them, whether they'd like to admit it or not, is definitely something to think about. Angry at people around them. They expect more. They want this. They want this from the world. It's it's not, the world isn't how they want it to be. Um, You know, I find it quite, quite fascinating that, you know, so many of us, have the unmitigated goal, you know, the sheer arrogance to stroll through this earth with such unprecedented levels of entitlement. I think it's fascinating. (laughs) It's the entitlement that can cause a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. You know, walking around with your hands out in this world, expecting certain things to go your way without necessarily looking within, in it a lot of expectations on the world, a lot of expectations on the world to be positive or the world to be this and that. But sometimes you've got to point the fingers at yourself and say, okay, what am I bringing to the, to this world, to the table? And just for my own self, 
Mm-hmm. Like, am I a positive person? Am I doing everything I can for myself? Um, and am I, you know, controlling or dealing with my emotions or how am I dealing with things? Yeah. You know, so, I think it's it's important. I think it starts within. Yeah, Kai, you said something really dope there about forgiveness. Yes, um, that's a massive one. I, I could do a one, whole podcast on that. Yeah, I think one thing as well which people struggle with is even forgiving themselves. Um, oh, mate, massive, yeah. That's that's big. And, um, I just really want to plug uh, a few a few um, channels. Um, I think there is, I believe it is free, um, there's a charity called Campaign Against Living Miserably, Calm. Okay. Um, so I think I do believe the line's free. So it's like you're feeling down or miserable, maybe having a negative period. I know they offer services. Right. Um, you've got the Samaritans as well. Um, they provide emotional support to, I guess, anyone in emotional distress, sort of like what Calm does. And as mm. well as that on the NHS website, I believe it is um, www.nhs.uk forward slash mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find um, like a local practice where you can speak to um, for things that you're going to. And a lot of our work in our workplaces do offer a wellness service as well. So um, I believe like if you're kind of at that point where you don't have the avenue to have a support group, I mean, the ones that I mentioned are, are, are good as well. So I just wanted to kind of chuck that out there as well. And sometimes learn to forgive yourself um, if it's something that you've done in the past or whatever. Kind of, you, yeah. have, you have to, yeah. It's so important. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Forgiveness is key. Um, 100%. Last, like, last thought that I'll leave people with as well is like some of the best comedy comes from dark places. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, always try to turn that darkness into light somehow, some way. Um, the support networks are always there. Um, so thank you, Brimmer, for like, listing those as well. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, guys, like very good episode. Um, excuse the pun, but very positive episode. Um, <laughs> back at it again (laughs) Um, this has been episode 12 Uh, Brimmer where can the people find you yeah people can find me on Instagram Um, that's Mr 17.5 so that's M-I-S-T-E-R 17 dot back as in spot 5 I'm on Instagram I'm not on any other socials Um, that's it don't try to run me down for my number my email so yeah I'm just on I'm just on Instagram really that's where I am I love that. It's like the 17.5. It's like the 17 was for like 17 wins, but then like, what's the yeah. point of five? A draw, yeah? Unanimous. <laughs> Unanimous. He took a knee. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, Kai, bro, where, where, can, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's just my name, Kai Gallagher. And I'm on YouTube as well. Just search Kai Gallagher and you'll find me. You'll find me there. Um, I love that. Yeah. A lot of... Uh, positive vibes honestly personally uh, and truth you know truth can be hurtful sometimes but it's uh positive um yeah just have a look and uh, yeah it's 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 positive always um and guys obviously you can find me um liam at uh on twitter um and also on instagram um at the broke baller underscore um and if you guys don't feel like speaking to anyone in the samaritans or nhs and all the other places that brim are listed um, yeah, shout me. Um, I'm on social media. I'm always up for positive conversation and whatnot and reinforcement. 
Absolutely. Um, again, this has been a Call Center podcast. Have a good evening, people. Peace out. Peace.